And now a preview of what you'll hear on this week's episode of Walk in the Light podcast. And the whole engine's on fire. Wow. Like, I'm going to stop <laughs> the, the car fire. fire. It was a brand new car. Bro, I would have run like MacGyver. Because I know they say cars don't really blow up like they do in the movies, but that would be the first thing I'd be thinking. Is this car going to blow up? i got to run. So, any, it, it was a used car, but it was new to me. Right. Do you understand? Right. I needed to save the car. <laughs> Okay, so then I tell my wife, just like you said, start running. Right. And and she starts running and I start running. She goes, my purse. So I go back for the purse. Right. right? And I'm thinking this thing's going to blow any second. I get the purse back to her. She goes, the dog. Oh, so she- then <laughs> I didn't even know. He- left the dog in there. <laughs> I didn't even know he had the dog in there. I didn't like that dog. All right, welcome everybody once again to this week's episode of Walk in the Light podcast. I am your host, No Meat, and as usual, I am accompanied by my good friend, Uncle Vito. Uncle Vito in the house again. And uh, guys, first and foremost, we want to start off by saying, hey, we're sorry we didn't have a podcast last week. Oh my goodness. We got beat up a little bit. I was shocked. I was really surprised by that. Uh, Apparently, there's a lot of people now that are listening. Apparently, people are listening. (laughs) And uh, I I got several people saying, hey man, what happened? Why was there no podcast last week? So we want to apologize. It was a a really, really busy week last week. Um, I I think uh, my my partner, uh, Uncle Vito, was out uh, a couple of days and I was out a couple of days. uh, So it was just one of those things, man. Perfect storm. Life happened. And unfortunately, we weren't able to get a podcast cut. But uh, we are getting one cut, although late this week, because usually we're, we're doing it either Wednesday, Thursday. We're, we're actually recording this one on a Friday. That's another thing we got hit for. It's I, know, like, I know. What happened to Wednesday? I know. Uh, I'm it's Friday. I don't know. I'm feeling kind of guilty here, like I'm I'm late for a really important <laughs> meeting or something. But uh, no, we, we listen. We want to say thank you so much. We appreciate the continued support, the fact that you guys missed uh, uh, the podcast and and we're looking forward to it. Uh, really, you know, makes us feel good. Makes us feel uh, like we're we're on the right track here. And uh, um, I know, you know, it's a, it's it's an exciting thing always when you feel like you're able to contribute in some way uh, to other people. And that's always what we've wanted to do here. And so we're grateful for your support and grateful uh, that you guys missed us. But uh, we've got a really really good one for you this week. You know, it's been been a couple of weeks but the good news is is that i think god has really inspired both of us we're coming back strong we are coming, coming back, back strong. really strong and uh the the title of today's uh podcast is the power of words power of words and how fitting for what you know we're just talking about with what we're doing with this podcast you know mm-hmm. the 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 power of words and and we know obviously uh you know, words can be used to lift people up. Words can be used to hurt people. Um, you know, we're we're thankful to be able to do this podcast because we're hoping that our words will lift others up. It, you know, we certainly hope that it's not hurting anyone. Um, but uh, we're going to look into this today, and it was really spurred on by a video that uh, that I saw someone had sent to me. I actually got to give them credit. It's actually my sister-in-law that sent this video to me. And uh, I watched it, and it, uh, I, I forwarded it to uh, Uncle Vito, and uh, I, I think you were pretty blown away as well. I, mean, I, right? I I literally watched it five times. I sent it out 
at least at least ten or fifteen people because it just moved me. Yeah, it just moved me. Yeah, it was it was really powerful. Um, just the way they set it up, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about what was in that video because obviously this is a podcast. So I know you guys are listening. Um, I will try to see if I can put the link maybe to the video in uh, the description of the podcast for this week because I do want you guys to see it, and I may even uh, try to insert a clip as we're going here, Uncle Vito. I'm, I'm going to try to get a little technical. I like it. And, and like add a clip in there because I think there's a part uh, that I wanted them to hear uh, on the experiments that they did with the rice. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I thought that was really good. But uh, the long and short of it or is... Or the strawberry. The, yeah, the or stra- the, stra- the strawberry. The strawberries were good too. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll make sure that uh, I try to put that in because I, I do want you guys to hear that. But we're going to just kind of talk about what was in this video and, and, and how it really inspired today's podcast. So, um, you know, talking about the power of words today, um, I want to... I want you to expand your mind here a little bit, right? Because we all, we all know off the top of our head that words are powerful, that words can be used to help or hurt or hinder. But what really took me with this video was the experiments that they did. And maybe we should kind of start with that. Um, so in this video, uh, and if you watch it, you'll see, uh, they basically did some experiments. And, and one, the first one, was with water. And it was this scientist who basically uh, was taking water and he was speaking emotional terms into the water and then flash freezing the water through some kind of nitrogen, you know, cryogenic, you know. <laughs> it's, it's deep science stuff. Yeah, sure. I mean, it, I, I can't even speak to it because, I, you know, it's, it's way beyond my level of thinking. But what was really cool was he went in with this high-powered microscope and looked at the crystals within the water that he had spoken to. And what he found was, was that these crystals took on all different appearances based on the different words that he spoke to the water. And, uh, you know, this is, of course, where radio doesn't do justice. You've really got to see the video. But when I tell you that when he spoke powerful, loving, positive words to the water, the crystal formations within the water were beautiful, symmetrical, pleasant pleasant formations. Mm -hmm. And when he spoke negative things to the water, things like words like hate, or, you know, other things like that. Idiot. Right. He, he found that the water, actually, the crystals, took on almost the appearance of, like, cancerous tumors, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Just more chaos. Mm-hmm. Chaos. You know, That's a great word, chaos. Dark images. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 was, it, was, it was compelling, I mean, to say yeah, the like least. When, when he said hate, it almost turned orange and black. Yeah. And when you said love, it was almost like a snowflake crystal. Yeah. With bright colors. Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't think about the colors. Yeah. It was. It was. I was just focusing the shapes. Right. Right. Yeah. But it was. It was. And so what he was trying to, you know, prove obviously was that that our words and 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 when we speak those words, that we're literally speaking energy, right? I mean, we know that energy is coming out of our bodies when we speak, right? Because our vocal cords are making certain fluctuations and the air in our lungs is being forced out and the sounds that are being made from our vocal cords manipulating that air as it comes out with our tongue in conjunction, right, turns sounds into words. And we know that that's a form of energy, right? It's, a, it's like a wave of energy that's coming out of our body. But he went even further than that by basically, you know, doing this experiment and he showed that there's 
positive and negative energy in the words that we're speaking. And it really just blew me away. And it, and it, you know, and then of course they connected it uh, with some spirituality, right? They connected it with Christ and with uh, the Bible and certain scriptures. And uh, so we're today. uh, I hope you don't mind, Uncle Vito. I'm going to pepper a lot of scripture. I get it. I get it into today's podcast because um, I just felt like a lot of the scriptures that you know he covered in that video were just they really tied everything together, right? Mm And then, so then another experiment they did, right, was the rice, right? Yeah. And, and, and so basically they did the same thing uh, with rice where uh, they spoke positive, loving words into rice and then they spoke negative words into another set of rice and then a third set of rice they completely ignored, mm-hmm. right? Didn't speak anything to the rice. Nope. And what they found was, was that in a period of, I think it was 30 days or something like that, the rice that was had been spoken good positive words to had begun to ferment and a very pleasant odor and smell began to came out of come out of the rice. And they did pour water in it. Right. That's, they poured yes, that, they, yeah. That's why I was able to ferment. Yeah, right, correct. They poured water in. Um, and uh, basically after the uh, uh, after the thirty days, the rice that they had spoken negatively to actually began to turn black Mm -hmm. it was like rotting it was and it was a putrid smell coming from that rice and it was almost the same thing as well with the rice that was just left alone i I mean what do you think about that i I just find that fascinating honestly i i I haven't been able to get my mind around it yeah i watched it i thought it was amazing i saw that you know the science behind it and you know and that's that's the whole thing, you know. Scientists are atheists. No, well, God's the greatest scientist of all time. Absolutely, he created the universe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you know? yeah. I mean, you know, if the sun was a mile closer, we'd burn up. I right. mean, it just goes on and on and on, right? So, uh, I love science for that reason, right? You know, um, and isn't it great too when science can kind of <laughs> right. connect Bring what God, what God has already yeah. told us through His Word? I mean, that's that's always I always love that. It's an affirmation, right? Because yeah. you have a lot of people out there that deny God because of science, right? And and this did the opposite. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, And, you know, speaking of the creation, I thought this was kind of a good place to start for the first scripture. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, talking about the power of words, right, we can go all the way back to the very beginning of the Bible to understand the power of words when we just look at Genesis chapter 1 and verse 3. And you said it yourself, right? God was the master scientist. He created the universe. But what was amazing was... He didn't create the universe by stirring together a mixture, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, putting together a bunch of cocktails. How did he create the universe? He spoke it into existence. Still can't get my head around that one either. With words, I can't like like he spoke. I know it has the energy, right? And they showed the energy, and he spoke it into. I just can't like. I heard recently that they're the United States is trying to catch an asteroid. A me- really, a, a meteor. They're trying to catch it. And the reason in like what a big net? I don't. I don't <laughs> You're confusing me now. Wait. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to catch it, but they're trying to capture an asteroid meteor while it's moving through space. While it's moving through space, but the reason why, and this is the beautiful part, it's full of ore, diamonds, gold, platinum. It's so God's space junk, right? <laughs> it's like treasures on Earth. 
Absolutely. You know, it's just about going back to being a scientist. That's amazing. But yeah, so it's just the, the meteor is just full of resources. I'm going to have to look this up now. I yeah. want to see how they're trying to catch this meteor. <laughs> I mean, you know, I know we're pretty technologically advanced, you know, with our little cars driving around. But I mean, come on. Gonna catch an asteroid? Maybe, maybe they're further along than we think. I mean, that that's a giant net right there. That's a big net. Well, just like with this whole with this whole thing that's happening with the bombing thing uh-huh. with the Democrats. Yeah, I watched this this guy this morning, and he was just he was so confident. He goes, "Our forensic scientist is so unbelievable." It's minutes. Yeah. Count it down. Right. We're right. going to catch this guy. Like, you know, they were going over the saliva and the, the pipes and how they're going to go to Home Depot. I mean, they're going to Home Depot. And I'm like, what? They're going to Home Depot and, and, and the saliva and, and they're going to test. They could tell you how long the, 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 the powder has been, uh, um, uh, the air, how long it's been, you know, air has gotten to it, all this stuff. I mean, he was so confident. I felt like he was God. Wow. He was just like our science. Yeah, is it's so, and maybe they have some some big asteroid catcher that we don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see this asteroid catcher. Well, you know, if right. there's anybody who could catch an asteroid, it'd be God. Uh, and you know, uh, he probably playing a little baseball up there with the asteroid sometimes. But uh, you know, again, going back to Genesis chapter one and verse three, it says, "And God said, and God said, He didn't do, and God said, let there be light, and there was light." Uh, Walk in the Light podcast, right? Uh, that's based on the name of our of our podcast here. Yeah. He spoke light into existence. He spoke it into existence. This is the power of words. And I think this establishes for us that from the very beginning, God has understood that words have power. They are our power. Mm-hmm. They have the power to transform. They have the power to motivate. They have the power and energy to send us on a positive path or a negative path. And we're going to talk more about that because we're going to get into some scriptures that, that I think really just bring that all together. But I think it's something we have to talk about because I think my belief, and I don't know if you agree with me, Uncle Vito, is that we spend far too little time sometimes thinking about the power of our words. We speak sometimes very haphazardly to others. And I think if you look at our words, I think if we if we learned, right, as a people to speak more positively the way that, that you know, God tells us to speak many times throughout the Bible, mm-hmm. we'd find that the world would be a better place just from the way we speak to yeah. one another. I don't. I don't think as deep as as no meat does speak. This is this is the same guy that walks to the beach for the sunset. I don't understand that, but it means something to him. So I can see where he would you know look at every single word. I'm starting after watching this video. I'm starting to look at every single word. Yeah, I'm trying to get my head around it. I, I just you know God spoke the universe into existence. Yeah. I'm just having a hard time with that. One. Well, I just, I I'm think just, I'm just, have you line. ever seen the video of the little, there's a, there's a popular video. Uh, I saw it years ago, the little girl standing in front of the mirror and she's positively affirmed. It's like, like a three-year-old or four-year-old little girl. And she's standing in front of the mirror and she's like, you're great. And you're going to be awesome today. And you're amazing. And look, she just, you have your, you haven't seen that? No. Oh, I'm going to have to show you the video. It's okay. amazing. Right. But you know, I think about those type of things. Like yeah. obviously now, what I don't know is I don't know if her mom or dad taught her to do that or if she just did it yeah. through nature yeah. and she's looking in the mirror and it, she's speaking those words into existence and, and you know, she's, she's happy. She's a happy little girl. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you think about it, 
as we get older, right, as we grow in age, we begin to learn how to use words to harm. Mm -hmm. We begin to use words to manipulate. We begin to use words to get what we want Mm. as opposed to a very innocent use of words, which is to just simply love and and be loved, right? When you're a child, a child's language is a language of love, right? Look at the first word that often comes from a a baby's mouth, right? It's mom or dad, and it's said out of love, like mommy, daddy. That's that's that is love. They they love that person, and then when they see them, the joy overflows, and that you know the words come out. Or maybe it's food. You know, some babies are really really into food. They might speak a, a first word of food because they they love the food. They you know they love mm. the taste of food. Yeah. Um, it's like the first words that 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 we tend to kind of learn in, in vocabulary, and when we're children, are words of love. It's not until we kind of get into the world and, you know, around other people and, and, you know, some of the bad things that we we start to learn to use words. Children, babies, however you want to say it, they're born to believe. Yeah. If I tell my daughter we're going to Disney World, right? She doesn't care how we're getting there, what's happening. Da, da, da. She's telling all her friends we're going to Disney World, right? Right. Because you know, El Shaddad is going to take care of it. You know, they <laughs> yeah. they're just born to believe yeah. until I tell her we're going to Disney World and we don't go to Disney. Right. World. Right. Yeah. And then the experience of okay, you know what? I was told something, or you know, maybe it was a lie, maybe it was a maybe it was didn't mean to be a lie, but something happened. Either way. The, the disappointment of not then all of a sudden they learn okay you know what hey this this wasn't I may not be going right. to Disney World not going to Disney Dad World. isn't perfect <laughs> well, what happened here I well, want to see you are man I want to ride Peter Pan what happened yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I got another scripture for you here this one uh, I'm going to move to the New Testament this is in Matthew in chapter twelve uh, in verse uh, let's see thirty seven thirty seven and this is Jesus speaking uh, by the way. Uh, and he's talking about good trees and bad trees, right? Uh, if you read further up in the scripture, you can read that's it's actually a really good uh, a little parable that he tells here. But uh, he he says in verse thirty seven, "For by your words you will be acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned." You know, I think that's so powerful. Like, like so, I think in Christianity, oftentimes we measure ourselves by what we do, right? And we measure ourselves by our, a lot of times by our failings, by how we're failing. Um, we, we oftentimes don't even measure ourselves by the good things we're doing for God, which is not a good thing, right? We, we, we should always be looking at, at, you know, the positive things, right? Because it, it keeps us positive. But here's a perfect example as well. Jesus says, by your words, okay, if you're standing in front of the judge, right, it's your words that will be acquitted, or by your words, you will be condemned. It, you know, he isn't saying here it's by you act. It's by your words. It's almost like your words start. It, your words are the beginning. They're, they're at the heart, right? We're going to go to another scripture later that talks about the overflow of the heart, right? But the words are the first thing that comes from the heart, right? Mm-hmm. They're, the first, they're the first sequence in our actions oftentimes. And here he's saying, hey, you need to be careful about every single word that comes out of your mouth because by your words, you'll be acquitted mm-hmm. and by your words, you'll be condemned. I don't know. Do you think about it as, as, as seriously as that? I mean, I, I, know, I, I know I haven't thought about words being I haven't, that I, serious. I, I, yeah, well, when you're not focused on something, you, you know, right. it just, but now all of a sudden I'm conscious. Yeah. 
about words yeah. and what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. You know, the, I, there's something I wanted to say that I actually wrote down was it's not so much the words that you say, but sometimes it's the words you don't say. Mm. And I, I remember when I was writing things down, I, I can't remember a time my dad had ever said, I love you. Oh. And that was, you know, it, the words we say can be horrific or great or encouraging but the words we don't say could be just as damaged. Absolutely, so, absolutely. I, yeah. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm. It seems like I'm looking at you as you say that. I yeah. can, I can see there's a little bit of pain there. Yeah. Um. When you, when you don't hear, you know, affirming messages, especially from people that you love. Um. We yeah. hear this all the time, right? It's, it's kind of like one of those things we talk about. A lot of times, when uh, you know somebody gets in a, into a really bad accident or has a near death experience, all of a sudden their life changes. They begin to think more positively about. The affirming to the people that they love that they love them right but this is a perfect example don't wait don't wait until something has to happen in your life to begin to speak words of positivity to the people around you you know i find i've known some people in my life i don't know if you've known any people like this who always seem really like you rarely see negative negativity come out of their mouths Mm-hmm. They're just really positive people, and they always seem to be very, very happy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a natural progression when you speak positively because you're speaking that positive energy. Again, it goes back to the rice, right? Right. You're speaking positively. That's that's positive affecting energy. That you You are literally, every time a word comes out of your mouth, think about it this way, you are either exhaling positive vibes or you're exhaling negative vibes mm-hmm. into the universe. And if there's people around you that have ears to hear, if it's negative energy that you're expelling, that's there that's going into them. It's mm-hmm. affecting them. We talk about have you have you read any of the stories about the 5G stuff recently? No. Okay, so I've been reading about this 5G technology that they're starting to roll out in a lot oh, of major okay, cities, yeah. right? For yeah, the cell yeah. phones. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people are really, really up in arms about this because there's no real testing that's been done, right? Um, these are these are really, really strong waves. Um, you know, we've had 3G and 4G. Now this 5G is, there's a lot of scientists that are coming out to saying, hey, this isn't good for people. Not to mention, I, I, I was reading, they actually have to put towers like every 100 yards. Mm. These are not like, you know, the normal 4G towers that they put up on these big towers. With 5G, they all have to be, the towers have to be very close. So they're literally going into neighborhoods and putting them up in in people's yards that are willing to lease the space to Mm. the cell phone company Mm. because the only way the 5G works is if these towers are are within 100 yards of each other. That's kind of scary. I mean, I don't know about you. I I worry when I use the microwave. I mean, you're going to start putting towers up around me now that are going to expel, you know, energy, radiation. I don't know. I can't see it. I mean, I know I've read enough studies that say when you're around, you know, those types of waves. I mean, for a while there, there was the studies that talked about cell phone usage, you know, that you shouldn't have it too close to your head, right? Bluetooth technology. I mean, we live in a a day and age where we constantly have energy around us at all times and we know it affects us. They yeah. say this 5G technology causes nosebleeds, it causes headaches, migraines. Wow. Um, these are some of the initial uh, you know, studies that are being done. And But what if I told you that the words coming out of your mouth could cause a migraine, could cause a nosebleed, mm-hmm. could cause someone else to get cancer? Mm-hmm. I mean, why don't you think about that for a second? What if 
the negative words that are coming out of your mouth could give someone else cancer. Would that change your way of thinking? Yes. I mean, and, and I think we got to, you know, people have to think about it that way because if we're literally expelling this negative energy into the universe, into the people around us, that's not good, especially as Christians. It's not, it's not what God calls us to well, do. Yeah, like, like, you know, the, the Bible says by his stripes we are healed, right? Mm-hmm. What happens is, is I know someone who is, who is sick, and the person said, I'm sick. And I said, well, let's focus on we're healed. Right. <laughs> because, you know, if you keep focusing on I'm sick, then that's exactly what you're going to be. Yeah. Like, you know, you almost have to say, you know, in faith, do you want to die? Right. No. Yes. Then don't say I'm sick anymore. That's right. Let's focus on the we're healed. Absolutely. And, and it's, they talked about that in the video, too, the placebo effect, right, in medicine. When people go to med- medical trials, they sometimes are given a sugar pill, right? Because they got to, they, they, this is part of, you know, normal scientific research, right? Some people don't get the real pill. They get a placebo, but they think it's the real thing, right? Mm-hmm. So they take it thinking that it's going to make them better. Some of those people are healed. Right. They're healed taking sugar pills. Right. How does this happen? Well, I, 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 get, I told you, you were asking me, you know, how do you feel about words and the, and until I watched the video, I started, you know, I started focusing on it. Um, but I walk every single morning. Oh, that's a lie. I, I walk as many as I as, much, <laughs> yeah. as many days as I can. <laughs> okay, okay. Every, every single morning. That's fair. And um, and I, I listen to preaching. Yeah. And I noticed that my um, three of my family members sat me down the other day, and they said everything that's coming out of your mouth now is religious. Mm. Every so. I'm making a point here. What you take in yeah. is what comes out. Yeah, absolutely. Do you understand? Because it's just it's. I'm just taking it in, taking it in, taking it in. Yeah. I'm trying to you know I'm trying to surround myself with the gospel. Yeah. As as much as I possibly can. I'm trying to make it first in my life and not last. And when you said religious, there, I just want to point out you meant spiritual, not religious, because you know some people hear that word religious and they immediately go, "Oh gosh, what is he? Was, well, was his family upset because he's just talking religiously?" Yeah. You know, again, I, spiritually, I'm, we're all my whole family's free in Jesus Christ, yeah, not religious, yeah, but amen. it's just a term that people right, use. Right, but right, yeah, sure. but yeah, you know, they like everything. You're, you're speaking sp- about God. Everything that's coming out of my mouth is about God. Yeah, and they're just like we're fine with it but it's like you're going to the next level with it right but it's all i'm i'm i don't want to say it's all i'm taking in but i'm trying my best to take it as much as i can in well you know speaking of of healing energy and speaking things into existence and trying to follow god's lead in that uh you know let's talk about our sponsor uh wearehemp.com cbd oil folks if you have not heard about the healing powers of cbd what it can do to your system um, and the numerous, numerous things that it helps with. I mean, we're talking about everything from anxiety disorders, ADHD, um, Alzheimer's, Crohn's, Rett's. I mean, you name it. It has beneficial properties that can help in all these different situations. Um, you, you, I uh, I have an update testimonial. Okay. I, I got my hands. I'm waving them over here at No Meat. Hey. I have an update. So go. two, three podcasts ago, I told you that someone was taking our product um, that was drinking a fifth of uh, a fifth of liquor right, you know, right, yes. the night before. Yes. Um, well, that person, I told you they were sleeping a little better. Uh-huh. Well, now they're, um, I want to say 40 days in, got a text message. Their tennis elbow is gone. Wow. Now, he said the exact words were 99% right. gone. Wow. 
And he said, it's always a problem for me. Not playing tennis. I, you know, it's every day I can't use my elbow. Yeah. Chronic pain is, is, is one of the things that it absolutely does wonders for. And guys, again, if you haven't done your research, we always encourage you go, go do some research. I mean, you, you, I'm sure everybody's heard research. about it by now. It's all over the place. It's on Not the everybody's heard about it. Yeah. Every time I talk about it, I'm like, you it, haven't, dude, what? Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy, but you need to look into it. CBD oil. Um, from wearehemp.com. They've got uh, amazing products there. They've got vape products. They've got uh, oil. They've got uh, capsules. Uh, I believe they've got some new products they mentioned as well that are going to be coming out here uh, in the next uh, couple of months. Um, they're working on uh, some dog treats yep. and uh, and some other uh, other things. Mints, mints, yeah, mints, and and these have been really effective for animals too. So um, I, you know, I know I, I give it to my dog. He's like 14 years old and he's got a lot of joint pain. When I give it to him, he runs around like a puppy. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's really truly amazing stuff. Uh, both uh, Uncle Vito and myself no meat take it, and uh, we can't. Uh, recommended enough so make sure you go to www.wearehemp.com and check it out all right i'm going to jump into proverbs here okay. for just a second um i love proverbs uh because i love the one-liners uh, i love i love i love sentences that 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 are consist of of maybe 10 to 15 words that just leave me going wow i, I don't know if you're like that um yeah. I, I like when i look through twitter i usually look for some of those things i follow some of those really positive accounts that can just leave you with a again a set of words yeah. that can literally just just change your day yeah. i mean just change your focus but uh let's go into proverbs in in chapter 18 and verse 21 you ready for what it says uh, uncle vito i'm ready it says the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. Mm. I mean, think about that for a second. I don't know about you. I don't normally think of the tongue as being a weapon that could literally kill someone, right? Literally give life or take it away. But that's what this proverb is basically saying, that your tongue, your words, the words that come out of your mouth are literally capable of giving life and taking it away. Mm Mm-hmm. That's powerful. As a parent, uh, I've been thinking a lot about this, right? Because, uh, and, you know, you're a parent as well, mm-hmm. and so I'm sure, you know, this, this will make sense to you. I've really been thinking about what, how have I talked to my children over mm-hmm. the years? Mm-hmm. Where, where, where has my, have I spent more time lifting them up, or have I spent more time kind of <laughs> coming in on the things that they're doing wrong, right? And, and as dads especially, right, yeah. we can be very guilty of this. A lot of times, I don't know how it is in your household, I'm typically looked at as the disciplinarian, right? Um, my, not that my wife won't discipline, and she yeah. certainly will, but for the, a lot of times it's the threat of dad coming home, right? Uh, when dad hears about this, when dad tells you, it's like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that's when they start getting scared. They're not, they're not scared. Yeah, but... but uh, you know, I, I was really just thinking about it. Like, man, as a father, I don't want my kids to, all the years down the road when I'm not here anymore, look back on the words that I left with them and only feel negative because I was just constantly correcting them, right? Mm-hmm. There are scriptures that talk about, you know, being careful not to exasperate a child, right? You got to pick your battles. We all know this as parents, but, but, what I've really challenged myself with, and I want to challenge our listeners, if you have children, I think this is an important challenge we got to take. We have to be the ones giving life to our children. 
And we can do that through our words, through speaking positively to them, talking through issues with them. It's like you said, too, listening sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, paying attention to what am I not saying that I should be saying. Right. Right. Well, and I, I want to encourage the uh, the Italian fathers out there, okay, who are a little bit, you know, grow, you know, from that generation of, mm-hmm. you know, tough, I'm the father, tough, yeah. I'm, I'm raising a, a man here, mm-hmm. type of thing. If you can't, if you can't sit there and tell your children really how you feel about them, mm-hmm. put it in a letter. Yeah, I, I I heard this great thing. It's called letters from daddy, mm. and you know, they would just. It's all, a great start. It's words. You're not speaking them. But it's words. It, it, it probably better for me, right? You know, no, I'm just, <laughs> I, I probably write a novel and they, they'd print it if right. I. But just sitting there going, son, yeah. I just want to tell you that I really feel good about where you're at in life. Yeah, you know, sometimes it maybe feels a little you don't you, yeah. you can't you can't really take the time to say what you want. I think it's because too we're we're just we're we're so guarded, especially men. Sometimes we're guarded from emotion, right? We're, yeah, we're supposed to be these protectors, these you know. And again, I'm not. This is not to. I don't want to get into the whole. You know, men are the protectors, and women. Are, you know, women can certainly be protectors as well. But I'm just saying. My mom was a single mom of three. She was a protector. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But you know, traditionally, in, in a biblical sense, in a spiritual sense, yeah. we are called on to be the leaders of our household. Yes. And yes. so you know, we we sometimes. Sometimes I think can guard our emotions. I've recently just had a conversation with my daughter Amanda about this, um, just kind of apologizing to her that maybe I haven't talked to her through emotional things as much as I should have. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes I think we tend to want the women to take care of that sometimes. Uh, like, you know, I'll beat my yeah, wife. But, but, but you know, I'm, I think you're yeah. better than that at me. You know, I won't know what to say. But you know what? They need that. They need it from both. Yeah, but I, I've met Amanda. She's a very, she's a, she's an emotional person. Yeah. yeah. So you got to feed it yeah, where, where yeah. Gabby's more reserved. Yeah. Well, and yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think yeah, it's so true. You know, your kid even, isn't it funny how different your kids can be? Yeah. It, just in the same clan. I mean, you know, my, my kids are all so different, so different. And you have to take a different approach with, with yeah. every kid. You really have to learn um, what works? You have to learn what words to use, right? You have to be. Um, I think, and you're and you're so right. There's each one is so different. I think that when each one is born, they should come with a handbook. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't God give us a handbook? This is Nicholas's handbook. Right. This is Christian's handbook. He made kangaroos with a pouch in the front. Why couldn't he just have us with a little pouch that had a little handbook stuffed little handbook in, there, in there? You know, that was this divine is... from God, so that when they came out, you could just take the handbook out and be like, "Okay, here's how I got to deal." Well, because when job. you mess up, you can go, "Oh, page right. five. Patience, oh, patience with I this." I forgot one. about that page. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would be fantastic. Hey, let's jump forward uh, into pro- another proverb here. I got another one for you. Ready? Mm-hmm. In Proverbs chapter 15, in verse 14, it says, The discerning heart seeks knowledge, but the mouth of fools feed on folly. Mm. The mouth of fools feed on folly. Feed on folly. So, you know, again, I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of talking about, you know, knowledge and, and wisdom here and, and foolishness, right? Um, there's another scripture that says, you know, that talks about don't let, you know, foolish things come out of your mouth. I think this is an important one. Um, you know, God wants us to have fun, right? We have fun with this show. I mean, right. look, we're not even calling ourselves our real names, right? right. You're, you're Uncle Vito. I'm Nomi, right? That, that's meant to be a little folly. It's, it's fun. It's foolishness. Folly. I like that word. It's yeah. kind of folly. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's fun. But, uh, you know, there's, there's also, it comes with the understanding that 
our words have power. Our words have the power of life and death. We have to take it that seriously. If you had, if you had, let's let's go, uh, let's go severely to the other side. Ready? If you had an AK forty-seven in your hands, mm-hmm. right? And that AK forty-seven had the ability when you shot the the AK forty-seven to either impact a person and make them feel better, like a bullet would hit them and they they'd feel great, or it would hit them and they die, would you take very seriously the fact that you were carrying around this AK-47? Would you keep your finger on the trigger regularly? No, you wouldn't. You'd be very, very careful when you shot those bullets. Mm -hmm. And you'd be very careful to make sure that the bullets that you were shooting were the good ones and not necessarily the bad ones. I mean, unless, of course, you know, you were trying to defend your family. I mean, yeah, I'm no, reaching a little. No, I, I, I'm making I, an example. I, I feel like I feel like No Meat's having a Megan Kelly situation right now, <laughs> and we're gonna lose our show, no, even though no, no one could take no, it no, from no, us. No, 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 I'm no, just kidding. no. I, I just, I, but you know, we don't yeah, think about we don't think about our words like literally being like a gun, like bullets. Yeah. yeah. And 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 these scriptures, that's what they're talking about. Like these words have the ability to create life or well, death. Well, you know, words. Um, the bad thing about them is. Is once you put them out there, you can't take them back. Mm, so true. As bad as you want to. Right. I cannot believe how many times I can't believe I said that. Mm-hmm. And you can't take those words back. They're right. out there, and that's the reason why they talk about words being a double-edged sword. Yeah. They cut going in and they cut going out. Right. You know. Yeah. It, it's just you know, there's a lot of words I wish I could take back. Yeah. And put back in the bucket. It's so true, and I think sometimes too our emotions tend to make us vomit words. Sometimes words that we, that words. that we that we wouldn't necessarily even want to say, but because yeah. we're so emotional, we get we get really angry or something, yeah. and and then it's like we can't hold the words back, right? And I say vomit. I don't mean to gross everybody no, in the audience no, out, right? I, I get it. I get it. But you know, it's like sometimes it's like you you almost feel like you can't hold it back. Like it's just it's being forced out. But we have to learn to find a place where we can hold it back like almost put our hands over our mouth i mean i don't know if you've ever had those moments there's been times where i've literally wanted to slap myself and and, yeah and literally strap duct tape over my own mouth like why (laughs) are you right right what are you saying it happens a lot with my wife right yeah yeah yeah. i mean especially with somebody that you love like that you know and 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 you know it's just it's so tender your hearts are connected and there's just been times where like something will come out of my mouth and i'll be like why did i just say that yeah what is wrong with me? You know, it's a long time ago. I, I, my wife said to me, "You treat the people around you better than you treat me." Mm. And I'm like, "Wow," because I had to really think about that. Mm. And, and first of all, I thought, "Do I?" And the you know, sometimes some of the words I was saying to her, the emotions, or mm-hmm. and I and and like almost like I'd see I'd see the the people that were not um, my wife, uh, friends or acquaintances or business. Hey, hey. Mm. And she sees me just that light positivity up. positivity. Yeah, wow, and, tre- yeah. And, and treating them really good. And then it's like, you don't treat me like that. Mm. And it's like, we, why do we hurt the ones we love? Yeah. Right? I why think, don't we pay more attention to the ones we love? I think habit is probably an, a big problem there, right? We get used to something. Charming, that's what she said. You, you get charming. Oh, but you're not charming with her? Yeah, you get charming when new people come around. Wow, that, that cut a little bit. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh. um, yeah, I think, you know, we tend to... It's kind of like a car that you've had for a really long time, right? When you first get the car, 
right? You're washing it all the time. You're making it smell good. You're driving around town and you're showing it off, right? Mm -hmm. And then over the years, you've had that car for a long time and you don't, you just, maybe it's appreciation is the word I'm looking for. You yeah. know, you don't, you don't quite appreciate it like you did when it was, yeah. when it was newer, and and that's damaging. Think about ha, have you ever seen? I don't want to compare my no, wife to no, no, your no, car. No, no, but, but, but <laughs> wait, see if you can stay with me here. I, I'm trying. Have you ever seen an antique classic car Ooh, that was taken care don't of? Don't do that to me, no meat. That, that's my weakness. Okay, that's my weakness. Now I want to say it like this: What if we took care of our spouses like that antique Ooh. car? Okay. So we're talking like a 59 I'm Cadillac just saying, drop top. You know, there uh, it's possible to keep a car looking beautiful, but you got to keep plugging into it, right? You got to keep I mean, those are the type of cars too that their drivers literally drive around and talk positively to it. They rub the dashboard and say I love no, you, no, baby. No, 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 right? you ready for this? On my walk this morning in my neighborhood, guy's got a two-car garage. He has lifts. There's six cars in there. Uh -huh. He has lifts that, that they come down yeah, yeah. and they drop the cars uh -huh. down. Da, da, da. And he was in there this morning rubbing them down. Rubbing it and talking Just, to it. Yeah. I don't know if he's talking to it. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to go there. But he definitely was rubbing it right. for sure. I've met people, though, that talk to their cars, you know, yeah, that, that speak positively to their car. You never, you've, no. Oh, you're telling me you've never done that. No. You've never like, you know, you know, when your car is like, you, you think it's going to have a problem, it's starting to sputter. Come on, baby. You know, don't, don't no. give up. I've yelled at my cars. I've never. You're making, you're I've making never, No, I mean. Okay, like, well, like, that, that's a problem. When so a you're, car, yeah. You're yelling disagree. negatively at I don't car. disagree. I drove in a car that was on fire. <laughs> what? I, I was I was poor, broke, okay. however you want to say it. Uh -huh. And you shouldn't speak those words in your life either, by right, the way. Right, right, right. right. Uh, but it was a long time ago when yeah. I was. And I couldn't afford to get the car fixed, so I brought it to a friend of mine. Everyone's got that shade, shade tree mechanic. And he starts messing with the fuel line because there was something wrong with the fuel. And, right. and then he puts it back on. My wife and I are going down the road. Someone pulls up next to us going like 80 miles an hour going, your car is on fire. <laughs> I'm like, what? Your car. The whole bottom of the car was in flames. Wow. I didn't know. We didn't know. The gas line leaked and, oh and caught it on fire. So we pull over and the car, as soon as we pull over, the smoke comes in. We're trying to get out of the car. I popped the hood. Oh, that was smart. And the whole engine's on fire. Wow. Like, I'm going to stop <laughs> the, the fire. fire. It was a brand new car. Bro, I would have run like MacGyver. Because I know they say cars don't really blow up like they do in the movies, but that would be the first thing I'd be thinking. Is this car going to blow up? i got to run. So, anyway, it was a used car, but it was new to me. Right. Do you understand? Right. I needed to save the car. <laughs> Okay, so then I tell my wife, just like you said, start running. Right. And, and she starts running, and I start running. She goes, my purse. So I go back for the purse, right? right? And I'm thinking this thing's going to blow any second. I get the purse back to her. She goes, the dog. Oh, so then I, I didn't even know. He left the dog in there. I, I didn't even know he had the dog in there. I didn't like that dog, but I still went back for the dog. Okay, so I got the dog. And now we, we we walk all the way to the nearest gas station, and some guy comes flying through the double doors, just uh, comes in, opens the double door. Someone's car's on fire. It's a barbecue. I'm like, that's my <laughs> that's car. That's my car. I got it. Don't Thank worry, you. I got the dog. I'm good. <laughs> you almost left your dog in a. So burning that's how car. I. That's how I feel about cars. Yeah, and dogs, and dogs, and dogs, and and your. When I when place. I open the hood of a car, it's like looking into the human brain. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm with you there. I've never been good with cars. 
Wow. Wow. Yeah. So uh, the moral on that one, folks, is uh, I don't know. Even no. Don't leave Talk the dog in the back. Cars. Talk to the car. I don't, know. don't be mean to your car. <laughs> don't go to a bad mechanic. I'm don't, not really sure. Don't have your friends work on your cars. There you don't go. have your friends that's work it. on that's your cars. That's it. That's it. Oh, my goodness. All right. So let's uh, let's jump back in. I got another scripture for you. Ready, Uncle Vito? Uh, yeah, I'm All right. Uh, this one is, is in John. And uh, this is in, in chapter 6, and it's verse 63. Um, so in verse 63, and this is uh, Jesus speaking, by the way, once again. He says, The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the Spirit and life. So here's Jesus and he's saying to the disciples, hey, the Spirit gives life, right? Mm-hmm. But where does the Spirit come from? He says, the words I have spoken to you, they are full of the Spirit. Mm. Now, tie this into the video that we watched. Mm-hmm. Tie this into speaking to the rice. And by the way, the strawberries and the apple, too, oh, uh, yeah. by the way. The apple, yeah. Uh, and this, by the way, there's experiments you can do at home. I, I'm going to try it. I don't know about you. I want to try it. I just want to see. But um, they had several people that had done this experiment, speaking negatively to you know certain fruits and seeing what happened. Um, but this is a perfect example. The word Jesus said, "The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the Spirit." Mm-hmm. So Jesus isn't saying here, "Hey, I'm going to I'm going to send the Spirit, and that's going to give you the words." No, 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 no. He says the words themselves are full of the spirit and that's why you know it's so important that we have to pay attention to the words that we speak because i truly believe you know i'm sure you've watched tony robbins before right i, I really haven't no i, I really i really haven't. He's, he's 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 you know he's he's, he's amazing i heard great things no he's amazing yeah but he's a perfect example and he's not even speaking about necessarily christian things right but he speak. He always talks about the power of positive of positive thinking words, and of yeah. the positive words that come out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. That you can literally speak into existence. Yes. Positive things in your life. Yes. Right. We we even saw. Um. You know. We 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 see the we see the disciples. Uh, we see the early apostles do it. Right. Speak into existence. Healing. Right. Mm-hmm. They would speak, and by their words, someone would be healed. This is the power of the words that come out of our mouths. And we have to realize that, you know, I'm going to ask a question to our viewers right now. Hey, viewer, are you feeling down? Hello. You, fe- <laughs> you feeling down? You feeling bad? Are you feeling like your life's not going in the way you want? You need to speak it into positivity. It, you have the power to literally transform that downward spiral, that negative, you know, that negative uh, uh, energy into positivity but it's it comes through our words right it comes through our positive affirmations you've seen it so many times people have turned their life around just through positive affirmations so what do you say to the person who's making eight dollars and fifty cents working at dollar tree Mm -hmm. and they try to get a better job and can't and they have no hope and this is the last thing they want to do what do I say to them? What do you say to them? I say to them, keep speaking positively about who you are and what you want to become, and it will become a reality. I have seen that happen in so many people's lives. Now, here's the thing. You can't be impatient with this concept, right? There are too many people that want the quick fix. Too many people want to say it once and think that that's you know, going to change their life. Right, right. 
it's just like we've talked about this before in, in other things and in, in working out and you know if you want to see change change re- requires consistency right you so you so if you want to change your life for the positive if you want to start seeing the positive power of words and the energy of your words coming out you have to be consistent mm-hmm. you can't do it for one day and then go back to you know feeling like the sky's falling and and, and the power is in the name of jesus so Absolutely. make so make sure when you end when you end the positive, it should right. end within the name of Jesus. Because right, right. that's where all the power right. lays. Well, and I think in just in speaking love to I others, agree. I agree. I mean, I, I want you to think about this person that's making eight dollars an hour, right? That hasn't wasn't able to get that job, but later that day they go to the coffee shop, and when they're in the coffee shop, they you know they they get a, a couple dollar cup of coffee. I don't know if you can get that anymore. I'm probably using a completely unrealistic uh, uh, story here, but, but uh, you know they get a cup of coffee, right? And, uh, you know, the guy in front of them, you know, uh, he's pissed, he's angry, he's upset, and, you know, he's frustrated, had a bad day. And uh, they say something nice to him. They say something nice to him, really nice. And it affects that guy so much because he's having a bad day. He starts talking to him, and the next thing you know, they start having common ground. And he goes, hey, you know what? You sound just like the type of person I'm looking to hire for this position I've got. Mm Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes it's not just about speaking positively or words in prayer or in affirmations. Sometimes it's just speaking mm-hmm. to others that way. The, the opportunities that can come, the way God can bless that when you're loving other people, speaking positively to them, good things come out of that. Yeah. You know? Um, so it's not, it's not just necessarily, you know, about... Uh, you know, uh, uh, speaking about what you want to do, but sometimes it's just about speaking well to others. Mm-hmm. It's it's about letting that positive energy, letting that light come out, right? Letting it overflow. I'm I'm going to go to a scripture now. You ready for this? Um, this one I love. This is probably one of the biggest scriptures in the Bible that talks about the power of words. Okay, All right. It's one of my favorite books of the Bible. What? By the way, what's your favorite? You never told me what your favorite book of the Bible is. Genesis. Is it really? You like the creation, the story of Moses and the beginning of, of, of God's people, huh? Yeah. That's inspiring. I've always liked James. I'm a New Testament guy. Uh, not, not the I'm, a, I'm, a new, I'm a New Testament guy, too. I just, I, just, I just like to start where it all began. Yeah, the wonder. And, and, um, and the fact that we were created to fellowship with God face-to-face, and it was our decision, our sin, right. that stopped it. That stopped it, yeah. Well, I'm going to read from one of my favorite books, which is James, and I'm in chapter 3 now, and fittingly, uh, the title of James chapter 3 at the top, you know, they've inserted these little headings, it's called Taming the Tongue, right? So in James chapter 3, in verse 3, it says, when we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal, Mm -hmm. or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue is also a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind. But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. Mm Mm-hmm. 
That's strong. That is exactly what Jesus was talking about when he said that the words can give life or death, right? The tongue can be full of deadly poison. What I love about this scripture, I love the first part when he talks about when we put bits in the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Mm-hmm. I want you to think about it that like this yeah. way. If you can tame your tongue, if you can control the words that are coming out of your mouth, you can turn your entire life in the direction that you want to go. I mean, that's what he's talking about here. You put a bit in the mouth of a horse, you can turn the whole animal. Mm-hmm. And this is the same, you know, or a ship, likewise. They're talking about the rudder, and the rudder is an example of the tongue. The tongue turns the whole boat. That is the power of our words. That is the power of what we say and what comes out of us. I I wrote down um, a couple things that I said to myself, when did words affect me, right? And the first one... Um, is it's a little bit a little bit longer, but although my dad was in and out of my life, um, there was a time where he sat me and my brother down and made us watch a movie. Mm. My brother was up front and I was in the back. And when it was done, my dad said, "What did you learn from that?" I said, "I, I didn't learn much at all." And he goes, "You missed it. Even if your own brother gets in the way, you kill him." I was eleven years old. Wow! But though. Understand that was the you know, that was the dad that God had given me. Wow! So those words always always stuck with me. Um, one that that my wife said that will probably never leave me is, "Why don't you just become the man that God called you to be?" Mm. That was that was one of the things. Um, being in shape is euphoric. Mm. These are these are these right. are these, these, these so are just words that these are things you've been reflecting on since you watched the video of words and how they've affected you. Yeah. And um, and I can all I mean look thinking back to that the what your father said to you. I mean and that's you know that's a perfect example like wow that's that's harsh. That's harsh. But I had to you know I've learned in life to to take the good and the bad out of everything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you know cuz yeah. and and obviously that was the bad, right? Yeah, but yeah. but it was uh luckily I have the the type of uh continent spirit person whatever that that isn't it didn't affect me but it could have shaped someone else's life. Yeah. You know, I have a couple more. Sure. Um, All right, keep going. This one's this one was from my wife, don't just say I love you. Um just to say it cuz love is an action word. Mm. So she basically was letting me know, don't 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 just, I love you. I love you. I love right. you. Say I love you when you when you're really feeling it. Mm-hmm. Don't you know, because it truly is an action word cuz right. if you're not putting it into action don't say it. Sure. Right? She's got some she's got some doozies, my wife, you know. Yeah. But she I appreciate it. Yeah. I really do. I appreciate that we have the type of relationship that she could say anything to me and with no consequences. Well, I think God often uses our spouses too to deliver the the exact thing that we need to hear. One another another this is the last one that where words affected me. Um my dad uh never called me, like I said, never said I love you, but he found the time to call me when he went to jail. Mm. which was, you know, kind of fitting. But he called me, and he and these are the words he said. You no longer have a father, and you can't depend on your mother. Wow. Now, those words did send me down a three-year path of darkness. I can imagine. Because I was, you know, okay, this is it. You know, my life, this phone call has changed my life. Mm. Because he wasn't, 
he wasn't necessarily wrong. My dad was going away. I didn't have him anymore. Even though he wasn't, he was in and out of my life. You know, I still, I could call him and, you know, he might help me. He might not. Right. And, you know, I was, I was 16. I was 15. I was actually three days away from being 15. And, um, and I decided, okay, it's time for me to take care of myself. Uh So, yeah. So, and, and I made a lot of bad decisions from 15 to 18. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, look, we're running, we're running low on time. Believe it or not, we've already gone through our time here. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna mention our sponsor one more time before yep. we get out of here. Um, Wearehemp.com. Make sure you check them out. Uh, they are a provider of CBD products. Uh, they've got fantastic prices, better than pretty much anybody else I've seen out there for the quality of product they have, and it's, uh, it's definitely something that. Uh, if you've been thinking about it, you should check them out. Go to www.wearehemp.com. Check them out today. Uh, before we get out of here, Uncle Vito, I do have a scripture for the week. Okay. And it kind of ties in everything that we've been talking about here today. And I hope that uh, if you're a listener, I hope that um, that this has impacted you in some way. I hope that even you know, if even if it's just for one more day, that you, that you think about the words that come out of your mouth, that you think about the positive energy that you're putting into the universe, uh, and then you think clearly about the way that God wants to use you to help others, to raise others up. Uh, and this scripture really kind of just brings it all together. In Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 29, from the NIV version today, it says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. I'm not even going to say anything else other than we love you guys. We thank you so much for listening, and to God be the glory. Mm-hmm.